Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. because I got to hold it in my hand. Got to hold my hand. (laughs) You know, I am about songs. Thank you, Stephanie, and thank you. Can we thank God for Stephanie? I just want to thank her. I know there's there's just been a lot going on today, so thank you, Father, for just um, blessing her, and thank you for safe travels for everybody and for this message, Father. Just bless each person here for the... Here for their ears to hear and just encouragement and for those that aren't here father a special impartation just to encourage and strengthen them and just blessings um just for everybody extended with our body in jesus name amen all right so i'm talking about faith today that moves mountains and i love this um message today because i really have been struggling with my faith the last six months and I think particularly the last week, everybody, are, it's been very interesting in our country. And, and um, each person here, um, and I'm, when, I'm, when I say, that especially this week, it's about the election. And I think I'm reminded of the last two or three years, our state, um, just div- some divisions and things. And I just want to encourage people that it, this will pass. But I think we're in a new season, though. He's taken us into a different season. So and I just want to encourage you. So my message is what God spoke to me about. And I just want to encourage each of you to, to just for an encouraging piece that um, I'm just so thankful for each of you in my life. I can't even describe it. I can't even describe it. I can't even describe what we're living in right now because it's just some amazing times. And times like biblically, I think, that he's been sharing with us. So, um, without further ado, we got to have faith. (laughs) Okay, this is going to be a funny, funny message. I love this picture. Okay, I know I've seen this picture before. (laughs) I was looking for a girl, but okay, because being a female, I was looking for the rock'em sock'em, but this kid just cracked me up, and I thought, you got to have faith. That little fist is held up there. He's like, you got to have faith. And I'm thinking he's like a baby boxer. That's what I thought about. He's like got that right right fist up, and and I just and it's a message like like he means business. Can you like see him in 15 years as a Golden Gloves? Um, seriously, um, but um, it, it, my my heart today is just to share what God's laid on my heart. But I think each of us processes things maybe differently and hears differently. But we all know in part and prophesy in part too. So um, I just really want to encourage you with this and get some laughs, too. It's just been a serious, I think, particularly last week. So this is my scripture today that um, God was speaking to me about um, in Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Um, Again, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. 
Again, now faith is confidence about what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So one of the things I neglected to do was for those that have their Bibles with them, this is something I like to do. I'm an honor in God's word. Um, and I don't know if, if you have your Bible, if you would be willing to raise it up, if you got your phone. This is just what I, what I just, how my style, I guess. Um, and if you would be willing to sh um, repeat after me, this is my Bible. Look, come on, let's say, this is my Bible. God's word. When I read it, when I read it and respond to it, and respond to it, it changes my life. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, Elvis has left the building. But <laughs> I Uh-oh, I'm going to start laughing here. <laughs> oh, stop it, Laura. All right, Hebrews. Yeah, Hebrews is on my heart today. Um, now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Um, there's been a lot of things that have been happening the last week, and I think this, um, particularly this next piece about faith, I found really struck my heart. Faith, when you come to the edge of all the light you have known and are about to step out into the darkness, faith is knowing one of two things will happen. Number one, there will be something to stand on, or you will be taught how to fly. Okay, I'm going to read this again. Faith, when you come to the edge of all the light you have known and are about to step out into the darkness, faith is knowing one of two things will happen. Number one, there will be something to stand on, or number two, you'll be taught how to fly. And I, I love this quote. Um, let him do the, and this is, this is just what God was speaking to my heart about for, for all of us. Let God do the work in you that needs to be done for equipping. He will bless and strengthen you in this process. And he equips those he sends. So, and sometimes I know some of us get pushed off that cliff. And we, um, some of us like to kind of like go right up to the edge and we're like digging our, okay, who doesn't do this? All right, I do. I'm like, I don't know, Lord, I don't know. And I'm like, there's somebody saying behind me, Laura. Laura Allison, I'm like, okay, go, go. That means, that's my middle name, if you don't know that, Laura Allison. Um, to push off that, to, to get us off the fight, because what a, what a baby eagle, and I've talked about this before, about eagles, baby, mom, baby eagles, are, they're in the nest, but after a while, they, the mama eagle and poppy, they just push them out because they can't get too comfortable in there. They're not going to stay till they're 50 years old. Can you imagine all these big, big old eagles in this one little nest? We can't all fit. We can't. And I'm saying this is one who likes the nest. I admit it. And I know Stephanie. I'm just keys. So that's why I brought my keys. This is a key point, key point. I'm like, it's, the, it's a key play, you guys. This is a football. Um, but, um, but it's really important because... God equips those he sends. But this, this, this saying I found this morning, and I loved it, because it is, it is scary. Think about when you're 10 years old, you know, you're, you're looking out over that edge, and you're getting ready to jump off the diving board. I had this thing growing up about jumping off the high board, and I'm like, okay, I, I, how I learned to swim is I used to fall in. So that's how I learned. That's how I learned. And but what was interesting is, 
somebody was always there to catch me, whether it was my father, my physical father, or the water was there too. Think about that, that force going down into the water. But I thought this, this quote was so struck me because we were going to know either one of two things will happen. There will be something to stand on, which is our faith, or you will be taught how to fly, which is our faith as well. And our faith does help teach us to fly, but it's a process. We all fly on different planes. Just think about that. Oh, that's a prophetic thing. You know, well, there are different planes that people fly. There's your little turboprop, then you have your 757, then you got the big, okay, F-16s, then you got the big, what do you, the, you, the what do you call the, Radar, they go under the radar, I don't know, F-35s, those are the ones that can go under the radar and they can't be tracked, which I want to be one of those, but that's the secret agent one. Um, but I just love this quote because I think in the season we're in, we are being tested in the area about getting out of the nest, getting off that cliff. And Stephanie, thank you for the encouragement for all of us, myself included, to get pushed off that cliff because, you know, I, there are times I didn't want to be up here. I struggled with public speaking. Not that I didn't want to talk. You know I can talk all day. But then it's like I got to, you know, have a message and put it together. And, and I was so used to, you know, when I did ministry before going into the jail in Mason, it was a, you know, different kind of setup. And it wasn't like a preaching platform. It was about teaching, which, you know, teaching and preaching go together. But I think at the end of the day, it's just a different type of an atmosphere. And literally people are, you know, they can't leave with us when we when we go. But I think at the end of the day, you're so good about encouraging us. And just thank you for that. Um, but I think um, what faith has taught me is, you know, definitely this about the two things of, number one, I will have something to stand on. Or number two, I will learn how to fly, which that's what he's doing right now. Um, so... And, and today I'm going to talk about four qualities of people of faith, but I want to share a little bit something that Chris Vallotton shared in his blog, and there, um, there are four qualities of people of faith that we carry, the world needs to see right now, and Chris Vallotton, for those of you who don't know, he's the prophetic leader, uh, ministry leader at Bethel Church in California, and I just felt like it's a really, it's a very strategic time in our nation, and a very serious time and we we need to be number one watchful about what we release what we say what we speak how we walk um, as Christians there are things that we carry that the world sees sometimes it's not so good I mean just I'm saying we've seen some not good things coming out of people that are Christians I've and from social media and some of the things we're seeing is just I just I can't I just I shut off from that because it's it's just been very discouraging and it's been hard to watch personally. So I want to challenge you, what are you carrying? What is the world seeing in each of you? As the world watches you, you know, us as Christians, what are they seeing and hearing from us, from you? So one of the things that um, Chris talked about was um, about the dry bones in Ezekiel 37. Um, and no, that's not Ezekiel 37 up there, so I didn't um, have my slide with the Ezekiel, Ezekiel 37, but for, for this on Psalm 37, 7 to 9, be still, N number one, people of faith have patience. That's our first point. In Psalm 37, 7 to 9, be still before the Lord 
I say again, be still before the Lord. I say again, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Wait patiently for him. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. And this isn't political, you guys. So I just want to just preference that this is what's happening in the world. So this isn't about politics. I just want to make sure that people are clear. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret what pe when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. I say again, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. I say again, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. And I say, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. That's a pretty sobering. You know, think about, we each should be waiting patiently. Who struggles with that sometimes? I get impatient. I admit it. I'm just saying. And I know nobody else gets impatient. I know that. <laughs> Do not fret when, you, when people succeed in their ways. I have to admit, I get challenged by that because, and part of that is just because of the realm I, I, I work in, um, and especially with injustices. And I think that was one of the things I learned when I, when I did jail ministry was a lot of the girls in there shouldn't have been in there. And some of it was personal choices, but uh, however, they didn't have people to help them um, walk them out and also have the support behind them to help, help them legally. But I think at the end of the day, though, we're all responsible for the choices we make. But my heart would just really break when I would leave there because they weren't wicked. That's what really bothered me. And I'm thinking, there needs to be more people coming in here because these girls knew the word. They actually were raised in the church, and the church failed them. I'm just going to say, we, the church, failed them. And I just think there's a time and a season, and I'm so thankful for some of the reform that's been happening um, with, with the criminal justice system because, you know, that could have been me when I was 15. I mean, some people don't know some of my story, but that could have been me literally for murder. And I never talk about this, and Stephanie's heard some of it, but because of some choices I made, I actually put myself in some dangerous situations growing up, and my parents didn't know half of what I did. And I, I grew up in the area, but at the end of the day, I just turned to things I shouldn't have. And because of the decisions I'd made, some things happened to me that were not good and it did things to my mind and a lot of anger and rage and literally I almost got in a fight in the school and I had taken a knife to school and um, this was back in the 70s okay you know they didn't have metal detectors or anything like that but I knew I just okay I planned this and I knew if this girl was picking it it was a bullying thing is what really what it was but it was like I brought it to class, and then her and I got into it. And I remember something had triggered, and I remembered going up to her and having it with me, and nobody knew I had it. And 
but something prompted, and I knew it was Holy Spirit back then. I was raised going to church, but I didn't have that relationship. But even back then, there were things God was showing me. And thank God that I think there was an angel. I just think that if I would have made one turn, I could have turned the other way, and I might not have even been here today. And and I just, I say all that to say that um, you never know who you may meet. You never know who you may meet, what somebody's story is. And I, I say that not to... I don't like talking about some of my pain. I mean, st- I mean, I'm drugs, alcohol, some of the bad I started smoking and drinking at 12, 13 years old, and I wasn't raised like that. When I say raised like that, my parents wouldn't have allowed that if they knew I was doing it. I that was not an example they had set for me. Um, but because of some things that had happened to me when I was younger, that triggered some of these things, and it was medicating some things because prophetically I, I there was a call I know in my heart there was a call in my life back then but that the enemy didn't want me to have it so he did anything and everything to try to stop me to to kill me um, from the time that I was my mom was pregnant with me and all up till you know when I was in college and and afterwards but I see that all that to say that we each come with a different gifts and talents and I, we all have quirks. <laughs> and I laugh because I know I have a few. I know you guys see how I flow. And, um, and I just, I, I'm who I am. And I'm so, I thank God for each of you here. Um, because it's, that's what a family is. Um, we're who we are. We don't pretend to be anybody else. But I think what, I, you know, I didn't have some of this in my message. But I guess what I'm saying is, you know, Chris, what Chris Valentin was talking about um, was about the dry bones. And when we see, when everyone sees these valleys, valley of dry bones, it is incumbent upon us as a prophetic people of God to envision a mighty army. And this is Chris talking. I'm not taking credit for this. I want to just say that not only do we need to see beyond, but we have to take action. Again, not only do we need to see beyond, but we have to take action, decreeing and declaring. As we see through Ezekiel's story, and it's in Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14, um, prophecy is not just about telling the future, but many times it calls us to cause the future. We're speaking into that, just like what we did earlier about blessing our family. And I love the Arianic blessing, and that's what Stephanie was referring to um, in Numbers um, 6, I believe it's 24 to 26. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. And I that peace part I really need right now. Um, but I just I want to encourage you with, with what we talked about with the um, with patience in the midst of things happening in our lives. There's so many things happening. And I just want to encourage you. Be still and know he is God. Be still and know he is God. So as a people of faith, have patience. In Romans 12, 12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. I say again, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. I think those are key. Joy, patience, and faith. 
the joy in the midst of your, your challenging situation can bring hope, patience in your affliction. We all have things happening in some somewhere or another. There's something happening. Um, faith and prayer. And that's why it's so important, everybody. You know, every solution to any problem we have can be found in the word. And just to be encouraged, it's not about how much you read every day or every week or in the evening. It's about, it's about what you do. It's about are you applying it. It's not, oh, I read the Bible in a year, which I think is great. But I tell you, reading a chapter, well, just breaking a verse down, I think for me what helps is really breaking down words in a verse, the words in this verse, like in Romans 12, 12, being joyful in hope, being patient in affliction. Has to be patient in affliction. I'm sorry, but I really struggle with that. I get impatient. I'm tired. And I'm and I and that's where I gotta not speak that because that affliction kind of like, ugh, it just kind of grinds me. But faithful in prayer. And to again be faithful in prayer. Um, in Ephesians 4 2, um, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. And I think this is really important right now. We're in a really critical time in our country with the election. And regardless of, you know, how you voted, um, we you follow peace. But I think it's such a tense time. And to be gentle and patient with people and love people. I know I, um, as I walk and um, and take breaks or I'm on, on Zoom with people at work or maybe it's doing ministry things, Stephanie and I, have our meetings and then we may go for a walk that's kind of how we de debrief and and I you know just uh, I've been intentional about speaking to people don't know them but you can just tell some people they're so angry they're so sad they're distracted and I get it but I'm very I wear things on my face <laughs> I admit it I do that sometimes like but I think uh, one person yesterday I just prayed for them and I walked by they just seemed so angry and you know, and I think I wanted to go say, can I pray for you? But I knew I wasn't supposed to. Sometimes that definitely is not the thing to, you don't want to jump somebody's face if they have their earbuds on. But I just think it's a really critical time to be praying for people. And if God lays on your heart about something, and maybe it's your neighbor, I want to encourage you, you know, listen and, and um, just use wisdom about what that is. If it's maybe, you know, bring him dinner or you know, having invite him over to watch a movie. You're the <laughs> Lyra, Amen, girl. I just um, <laughs> you like the what kind of dinner do you like, Lyra? Is that okay? What's that card? Oh, is that right? Okay, that's good. Is that okay? Awesome, awesome. I love you, Lyra. It um. It's just a, it's an interesting time, and I just, I just want to encourage people, please pray for our country. Please pray for our government leaders. Even those you didn't vote for, I think it's really important, right? More so now than I have ever seen it, and I just really think it's really important. They need our prayers. They need wisdom. They need, regardless of how things go, and I'm talking about city, I'm talking about state, and our national leader, and the world leaders, I mean, they're probably wondering from other countries what's going to happen in the United States. And we need to keep our borders strong. And I say this about not, how do I want to say this? 
being sensitive about people that want to do us harm. We need to make sure that we be pray for the, our law enforcement, our military too, and their families. I mean, this is a transition time for everybody. I'm feeling it at work. Um, so just be encouraged. People of faith, have patience. People of faith, um, be humble and gentle and patient, bearing with one another in love. Um, so just, you know, as, as an example, Job, when he was afflicted, and he had friends that I guess I would say they weren't very helpful. I'm just going to say it. He, <laughs> I'm just going to say it from Job. If you, take, if you get some time, study Job 4 to 23. He, Job had patience. He never blamed God. He never blamed God. But his friends tried to blame him. And it's like, can you imagine, you know, you're in the pit of a despair, and then you have your friends come, I would call it piling on. And I have admitted I don't that I really don't really I don't take that very well. <laughs> it's hard, and I react. I'm admitting it. And I do. I've reacted. <laughs> I know Stephanie laughs over there. Key point. Key point. Key point. Key point. That's a key. Yeah, we don't we don't react. I think unintentionally sometimes people mean well, but they don't they don't know what maybe your situation is. So um, sometimes in the midst of somebody trying to be helpful, just Thank you. I, I love you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for your prayers. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, does this make sense? Does this make sense? Okay. I appreciate you guys. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. All right. Okay. People of faith persevere. In Romans 5, 3 to 5, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Again, I'm going to say, we glory to our sufferings. Oh, gosh, and that was like, ooh because we know that suffering produces perseverance. This is where that perseverance is really important, you guys, because perseverance produces that character and character hope. You know, there, and it's a process he takes us through. And hope does not put us to shame, or in some versions, does not disappoint, because God's love has been poured out to, into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. Um, one of the things Chris Vallotton shared in his blog was the importance of leading the way. When people of God feel defeated, depressed, powerless, and outnumbered, it is the responsibility of God's prophetic people to rise up, and I love this, and pick a fight against overwhelming odds because we can't see into the invisible realm, and we know that there are more who are for us than those who are against us. For Shekinah, okay, now, and these are my words here, not Chris's. For Shekinah, we as a prophetic people are called to encourage the body, equipping them to stay in it to win it. And, and everybody, I'm just being transparent and real. It's not easy. I'm just saying I loved when Chris shared the part about picking a fight. I just had a vision of David against Goliath. Think about in, when all of the Israelites, they're all afraid of Goliath, and nobody would stand up to him. And here's David. He's, you know, what, 14, 15? He's ginger-haired, which means he's redhead. So I, that's kind of cool to me. And he put on... <laughs> He put on Saul's armor, which basically swallowed him whole. And he was like, I can't wear this to fight. He's going to, and he goes out and, all right, I got, I'm going to have to find that verse because I feel like it's for somebody here. Just bear with me a second. Um, does anybody, um, 
David and guys, um, guys, can somebody help me out where that is? That verse in Goliath, when David fought Goliath, was it in, was it in Kings? Oh, was it in Samuel? Thank you. Just bear, can, oh, hang on a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, here it is. All right. Okay, bear with me a minute. In Samuel, and does somebody know what the, okay. Is it? All right, hang on a minute. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> right. I don't, this is for somebody. Think, bear with me a second. This is important. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Um. Okay, and um, I'm going to read um, 17. I'm going to start at verse 45. David said to the Philistine, which this is Goliath, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will hand you over to me, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Okay, I know this is kind of graphic. Today I, um, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by my sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. And I think sometimes we forget that it's the Lord's battle and not ours. And I'm just going to say sometimes I do. I want to take matters into my own hands. I want to fight. I, I guess that's what I was relating to when Chris talked about picking a fight. I do. And maybe it's because he's prophetic and I flow prophetically too. But it's I, I don't like bullies. And I have to say as a child, somebody was bullying my friend. And I did. Okay, I'm kindergarten, you guys. I punched him. You don't pick on my friends. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. I just <laughs> I did. I did. And I'm thinking, but he wouldn't leave her alone, and she started crying. I said, don't cry. And I went up to him, so-and-so, you leave her alone. And, oh, my gosh, I just, and I did. I said, and he didn't do it again. Well, then I got called into the teacher's office. And so and this is when they had kindergarten half days. And I, I laughed, and then I got sent home with a note pinned to my, you know, back in the day, your note pinned to your, your, your dress. And I laughed, and I just laughed. To this day, I remember that so well because I wound up seeing this person at another church, too, as an adult that was the one that cried. Not the one that I beat up, but the one I cried. The one that cried, and I still, I I still to this day, I won't forget that because, but it was like, I just, I, I've always been one to, the people that are timid and fearful and hear this person, I mean, the person was bigger than me, but I just didn't care. I just thought, don't pick on her, and and I just, okay, I don't know what this message, how this relates to it, but I'm just saying it was funny. And I think at the end of the day, God did forgive me because I was a, def I was a defender like David. I mean, I was thinking David and Goliath. And actually, that was about the time I got my first Bible, too. I remember that. But um, 
So I say all that to say that sometimes we forget who's fighting in the battles. And I thought this battle with so-and-so was mine. It's like, really, it wasn't. And yeah, I got, I had to stay in, I had to, I don't even remember what, what the consequences were, but yeah, I got in trouble when I got home. That was one of those things that did. Um, but I see how that to say that, but, you know, God's got the battles for us. And I think of that song, I can, you can fight my battles. And that's Michael W. Smith. Like, you can fight my battles. Sometimes we do want to fight them ourselves because it, it's hard to get our hands around injustices sometimes. And Lyra, you just, I love you so much. I know some of the things that we've talked about. I just, I'm so thankful for you to be a part of our body, you know. And I just say that because we're a family. When one part of the family hurts, we ought to, you know. So in all of this, we're here for regardless of what happens out here. We're here for you. Now that I got my eyes all misty here, um, I just, I think it's important, just a reminder that we need to let the Lord fight the battles for us. Even though we, we do have to stand up, we have to speak up, there's a way to do it and there's a way not. Sometimes, like Jesus did, he did not defend himself. Jesus did not defend himself. He went to the cross for us. He was telling, he was telling please forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Um, so I have, um, I don't know if this is going to, this is cool. I love this. <laughs> it's from Wonder Woman. This is the little one. That's Wonder Woman on the very end, the little teeny one. So I, you guys, this is part of my message, but I just look at her standing up against all the other Amazons and look at she's so teeny tiny. So think about that. Think about, I guess I really related to that. Thinking about, um, so I wondered if this was going to, so think about um, perseverance. What, um, as she's getting ready to run her race, and this was, and this is, I won't, um, this is going to be part of, this is a little trailer from the new movie that, for all that you don't know, I love Wonder Woman. I mean, I love the movie. I love the movie, and I can't wait. I feel like it's a prophetic sign, and, and you'll see another, a couple slides, but um, people of faith persevere. In 2 Thessalonians 3.13, as for you, brothers, and I would say sisters too, um, the word says brothers, but do not grow weary in doing good. Again, as for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. And also James 1 and 12, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And I want to go back to that. Um, so you can't think about, you know, these were these these ladies were, they're pretty, pretty muscular and they're athletic and you can't see it in the, here, let me see if I can go back to the, yeah, there it goes. You can see they're all looking at her. She's at Diana's on the end, little, little Wonder Woman, little baby Wonder Woman. And think about, you know, there's a, there's another angle you're going to see of this though. But there, I, I just, I can't wait for this scene in the movie. But think about, um, you know, here she is getting ready to run her race. And over to her left, she's not looking at the people on her left. If you notice, she's looking straight ahead. 
She's looking straight ahead. Just when you get down to her, look at, see? She's focused. I think of those people that run track. You know, they, um, she's focused. She's not looking, but, you know, they're all looking at her. That girl on the end's thinking, I wonder, I wonder what she's thinking, you know, in the movie. I'm thinking, I can't wait for this scene. Um, but she's focused. I mean, she's very focused. Persevering under great circumstances brings a greater reward, one that's going to be more than you can ever imagine. So be encouraged to persevere. I know it's, it's, it's not easy, and again, I think some of us in our lives have been perse persevering through some, some challenging times, and I just want to continue to encourage you. There is a crown at the end of all of this. There is a great reward, one that you can, you'll never, you'll just be amazed about that God has such great plans for you. Um, people in, of faith endure. Galatians 6, 9, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Again, let us not become weary in doing good. That means continue to do good even if you're tired. Okay, this is for me, you guys. I have a tendency to want to just kind of get in the cave when, I, when I'm just like, man, I feel stretched, Lord. I just... You know, I work, we, a lot of us, well, some of us, are, we're working at home now. We're not in our buildings, you know, for where I'm at. I'm at home, and I live alone, so I'm in my office at work. I have my time that I have work, and then it's done at the end of the day, and then I'm done. And then I, then I go out to the world, and I get stretched because I'm inside all day. And I, and I realize this, you know, this has been going on since March. And a lot of times it's been good for me because of some transitions happening at work, but some other things have been really probably not probably good for me. So the Lord's been challenging me to make some changes about that. So I want to encourage you, if he's challenging you in some areas, there's a reason why. And that's to help you grow like he's doing me. So just be encouraged. In Hebrews 12, uh, verse 1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything. Again, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Again, thinking about little Diana in that previous little, little um, slide, she was focused. You know, Chris Valentin also discussed in his blog about being a bold hearer of hope. When the body of Christ encounters demonic forces in the dark night of the soul, and they, and they feel weak, hungry, and fragile, it is God's prophetic people who can see past the plots of the enemy and envision the battle plans of the angel armies. And I think this is what's happening with the intercessors now. Everything. This is what's happening in our country right now. They can see past those, those plans, those plots of the enemy, and, and the intercessors are prophetic types. They see those battle plans of the angel armies. This gives us authority to release declarations of hope in the midst of the house of horrors, which some live in, which in turn ensnares principalities and disarms and imprisons them in their own demonic devices. Some people get so looking at for everything under a rock about, oh, there's a demon, there's a demon, that we can't do that. We can't let that distract us. We have to look, keep our eyes focused on him. And I think part of that is being at peace, getting sleep, taking care of yourself. And I'm saying is one that there are times I've struggled with that, so it's really important, sleeping and eating right, not sleeping all the time. Sometimes we have a tendency to do that when we withdraw or maybe some, with some depression. Um, I, we have a tendency to do that. That's something I sometimes happens with me. 
um, but it's important. So key point, key point. It's the keys, it's key point. So again, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with pers perseverance the race marked out for us. So I think Chris's point was, I mean, as a prophetic people, we can see into the plots and plans of the enemy, but that shouldn't be our focus. We, he shows us things for reasons, but we can pray to turn that. And I know some people that's new for them. That comes with our equipping and our classes, the SEER class, the Dreams and Visions classes. So just be encouraged. Um, I really feel that um, God's gonna really gonna be releasing some dreams, visions, and uh, particularly now at this time in our country. All right, so here is, so here's this, this again. So this is this slide again. And so this is the other angle. And I'm gonna go to the next one. So this is the other angle. So this is what she looked like if you were facing her. Can you imagine racing against her? <laughs> Little Diana. Um, she's a, this is another angle from the other slide. You'll see this little one is getting ready to run her race. Sometimes, like in the previous picture showed, we are surrounded by what appear to be giants. But with God, all things are possible. And I'm not saying that the other women were bad. That's, I just want to make sure that's clear. But they're very, they're Amazon-like. They're big ladies. They're very big. I think of um, uh, just people I didn't trained in martial arts with. They were really, really big. And he provides for and takes care of us in all circumstances. But she was so focused. And I think what's going to be interesting, I think, in the, in the movie that's going to come out in December, just so you know, Wonder Woman comes out December 25th, for those that want to know. Um, that's what they say. You know, I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm going to go Christmas Day or not, but definitely we want to get some people to go um, because I think they're going to go into her training and how she got to be who she is today in the movie. But the first movie is really good. I want to encourage you, if you've not, I'm not trying to sell people to go to the first movie, but I know the, Wonder, the first Wonder Woman was out in 17, and um, so this is Wonder Woman 1984, which I think that's cool because I was in college, so I can kind of relate to some of the stuff in 84. Um, but um, so that tells you how old I am, just so you know. <laughs> but I love this picture, though. Think about that. But look at, so you look at her here, and you'll see, oops, here, we got to do this. And there she is there. So she's focused. She's very focused. Look at her there. So that's just another angle. Like, um, just sometimes we, it takes us seeing things from a different angle to realize God's prepared us. And I'd be encouraged. Sometimes it takes us looking at things from a different angle, which gets to our mindset, for us to know that he has a preparedness. He equips those he sends. He equips those he sends. People of faith endure. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Again, I say, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Run your race. Continue so you can finish and receive the glorious crown that is waiting for you. Um, and I want to encourage you, these, these verses show us how we should prepare. Because we are going to have afflictions. We are going to have troubles. In this world, we will have trouble. That's what Jesus talked about. Um, but what we also need to do is people of faith stand on God's promises. In Psalm 32, 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. 
I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. So again, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go, and I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And in Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 29, come to me all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take, your yoke, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Chris Vallotton also reminded us in his blog that it's important that we remember God's promises. When the mourners see a crucified body and the soldiers are counting their coins, all the while Pilate also washed his hands of the whole mess. It is the people of God, thousands of years earlier, who had already predicted an empty tomb. They knew. People of faith continue to stand on God's promises. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Key point. Key point. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Because his grace is sufficient for us. For in his power, we are made perfect in weakness. That's, again, we don't need to fight. We don't need to battle. And I, I tell you guys, this is one that I've really struggled with at times. I want to fight battles because I don't know if it's, I think some of it was probably because of the, just things that had happened to me growing up. So know that we each come from different perspectives in life. And sometimes it, we, it's a wall we put up. Sometimes it's, we think it's our, we want to bat, you know, we keep people at a distance, but you won't, if you don't let people in, how can you, you let people love you? And I really struggled with letting people in because I didn't. I felt like I had to battle people. It's like I, they had to prove themselves to me. And, but it's like, no, they're just who they are. And I'm th I thank God for people in my life that <laughs> stuck it out because um, I don't think, I, th I think one of the things I realize is um, some of our greatest challenges become our greatest victories. And I know some people here have had some great challenges know that God's going to do great work through you, and that will be your greatest victory. And I just want to encourage you, Stephanie, that definitely is for you. That is going to be your greatest victory. And for you, Lara, that's going to be your greatest victory, your greatest challenge. Brent, your situation, that was your greatest challenge, is going to be your victory. Donna, that situation you've been dealing with, your greatest challenge is going to be your victory. And Matt, the situation you've been dealing with that's been your greatest challenge is going to be your greatest victory. Lori, your situation, whatever that is, that great challenge you have is going to be your greatest victory. Alan, the situation you're in now that's challenging you, that is going to be your greatest victory. Cami Goldman, that situation you're dealing with, that challenge, that is going to be your greatest victory. Patty, that situation you're dealing with, your greatest challenge is going to be your greatest victory. And Spencer, that greatest challenge you're dealing with is going to be your greatest victory. And Stephanie Butler, that greatest challenge you're dealing with is going to be your greatest victory. And for people that are not here with us right now that are extended family, those challenges they're going through, they're going to be their greatest victory in Jesus' name. <sighs> okay, thank you. All right. Now, this is my most exciting slide.
That's Wonder Woman's. You know what that is? That is her golden eagle armor. Can you believe that? Isn't this prophetic? So look at, you see the wings in her helmet? That is, tr that is literally, that is the new armor for Wonder Woman in, in her new movie coming out, Golden Eagle Armor. You can see the eagle's wings and the eagle helmet. I believe this is a prophetic sign to the moment we are in in this nation and the world. He is giving us new armor, glory armor. Gold represents the glory of God. Are you ready to carry God's glory in this season? We must prepare for the moment so we can be doers of the word, not just hearers. And I also really believe, and that was what I mentioned earlier, is the 007, the next 007 female is African-American, and she's from um, London. And I actually was just looking her up after I shared that word earlier. But I feel like it's a prophetic sign for women. Um, but I just love this picture. I just loved it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see the movie. But um, it's interesting. She's using different tools in her battles. And it's, again, I'm, and I'm not going to give away what the movie's about. I haven't seen it. Um, but I think it's going to be another battle good against evil. And I really feel like that is what we're seeing in our world right now. And that's why it's so important for people to be praying for our leaders in our countries, different places. Um, but I just, I love this picture. You can see the armor. She has her wings. And then the, the eagle helmet, I just love the eagle helmet. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's an eagle. Eagle helmet, you know, I just, ah, ah. <laughs> I love it. Um, I do, I just love that, okay? Um, I really do. I feel like that's a, definitely a prophetic sign. Um, people of faith stand on God's promises. God is a provider and, re and rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So be encouraged. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And sometimes we may not hear from him on, on something. And I want to encourage you to not be discouraged because there's things that he that may be happening behind the scenes that you know nothing about. So just be encouraged to continue to pray. Um, God will sustain God will sustain God's people, stand on God's promises. At Shekinah, we're about growing God's kingdom and not our own. We want to help you hear for yourself what God is saying to you. So just be encouraged. This is about, it's not about us, meaning Stephanie and I. It's not about growing each individual kingdom, but we are about God's kingdom. That's why we're a family. Again, when one part of the body is hurting, we all are hurting. So I just think it's really important to remember that. And um, I just, I just want to encourage you to continue to pray for people that aren't here, people that have been on your heart they are not here. Please feel free to reach out to them. You know, maybe God's sharing that for a reason. Now, faith, again, is confidence in what we love for and assurance about what we do not see. I think some of you have been praying for some things. You're believing for some things. And again, I want to continue, you know, to, to continue for you to pray for them, um, for an assurance that even though we may not see the situation in the natural, there's things happening in the spiritual that may be going on that you don't know about. So I just want to continue to encourage you to pray. Um, we are praying people here. We're on the wall, and I think particularly in our city right now, it's we're the capital of, of, of Michigan. And there's a lot of things happening with our state right now, and it's really important to be praying for situations. And if something um, strikes your heart to be praying for, please do. Please do that. Again, 
I started earlier qualities of people of faith. You know, we've talked about perseverance. We've talked about endurance. We've talked about um, patience and also standing on God's promises. And I want to challenge you. As Christians, um, there are things, again, that we carry the world seeds. Seeds. Ooh, seeds. That was prophetic. Though there are th as Christians, there are things that we carry that are the world seed. Okay, there is something to that. Seeds. Seeds are things to be planted. But I want to challenge you. What are you carrying the world is seeing? And if it's not something that, um, not if it's not of God, I want to encourage you to take it, take it to heart. Because right now people are looking for direction, particularly people that aren't um, not just about being saved, even people in your family. I think we're at a critical time. People are looking for hope right now. I think some people are really desperate. As as the world watches us, what are they seeing? I want to challenge you. What are they seeing when they see you? Um, what are they hearing from you or from us as a church? Um, as, a, as Christians, you must be carriers of the qualities of God for the world to see as we walk out our life. The world is in need of patience, perseverance, endurance, and the ability to stand on God's promises. We as Christians are the people the world looks to in these challenging times. So I, I say all that to say that at the end of the day, um, we each have our in individual things that we're walking out in our lives. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.